Ever, ever two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to keep it fairly brief, hopefully, probably not. We're on the line with, or uh, excuse me, Chris is on the line. Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. On the opposite side of the city still. Yeah. Keeping our distance. Keeping our distance more, more than 600 feet apart to record a podcast. On the, what, I don't know what side of the city you're on, but we have our, our certified bracketologist, Hank312. You know him from Busted Open Radio. Busted Open Radio is number one <laughs> fan. Is on the line. Hank, how you doing? I'm excellent. Chiming in on the northwest side of Chicago by O'Hare. What up? Okay. Yeah, thanks for having me on, fellas. Uh, I, pre- I always enjoy talking wrestling with you guys. And this time, it's uh, I'm excited to put my, my degree to the test. <laughs> 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 yeah we have visual proof of that degree uh somewhere buried on our instagram page if we need to repost it we will so all the haters Back. can sign us you know sometimes mm-hmm. people need proof and you just gotta show it in their face all right chris what is our what did we choose for our our theme this year for the buffet bracket for the fourth annual buffet bracket this year we're going with best wrestling gear and this is a sponsored bracket gear. by forza athletes Yes, the best makers in all the land. Follow them on Instagram. And, you know, best wrestling gear definitely resonates with Chris. Uh, we're not extremely picky in our podcast, but definitely we'll, we'll highlight some, some gear mis- miscues and we'll highlight some, some when gear is just matching oh so sweet and perfectly. So I think best wrestling gear is something that everyone can get invested in. I couldn't agree more. So I mean, that, that's part of the presentation, right? It's a big part of it. Absolutely. Right. All right. So... Do we want to dive right into it? Do you want to talk about you know your previous predictions, Hank? Uh, you've been you've been the bracketologist, the official uh, bracketologist for the past. This will be the third bracket. This will be my third bracket. My first bracket, I think I like nailed pretty like I, it wasn't perfect, but it was like almost perfect. Uh, I don't think last year's went as hot. I think I may have lost an upset, but you know I'm back to redeem myself. I think you successfully picked Ethan Page. Yes, my first, my first, yeah. the first bracket. Yeah, I did definitely. I remember it was Ethan Page. So what was that? Breakouts or indie stars? It was uh, just indie stars. It was like, yeah, it was indie stars. Um, and then uh, I can't remember what you picked for the second or last year, the third year, which was I think uh, best matches. Oh, best matches! I probably was super marky and probably went Eddie Guerrero over Rey Mysterio, Halloween Havoc '96. Well, then you would have won. So you could <laughs> let's we could technically we could technically oh. rock and say you're on a two two year streak. Oh of, of shit! Predictions. Okay, pressure's on so, now, huh? Damn. Okay, maybe it wasn't. Did they really win? I'm, yeah, obviously the, you guys know. So. Mm-hmm. That was the winner. Damn. Oh shit! What was what was what was the other final? Austin Brett. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. that was Austin Brett versus that match. I want to say I'm I'm scrolling on our page right now, but for I guess for the oh, time. Sorry, being. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to make you a <laughs> making me work. Anyway. Oh no, here, no. Okay, so the final four was uh, Halloween Havoc '97, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio Jr. That beat that beat uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold WrestleMania 13. Okay. And on the other side of the bracket was the NXT and Impact side. So. Oh. 
okay. Takeover Nola Gargano versus Champa got eliminated. Yeah. And Unbreakable 2005, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, and there's a comment from Hank. There's Uh-oh. a comment from that guy, Hank, on Instagram. On one hand, I'm upset my bracket got super busted, but on the other, I'm so happy Ray Eddy advances and should win. Should have gone with yeah. my heart. So maybe you didn't You didn't yeah. predict that. Because I really... Okay, so <laughs> now it's coming back to me because now I really... Right now when you said... You know, the Brett and uh, Austin faced off. I was like, I don't think people are going to go with Ray and Eddie because the Brett Austin's so iconic, right? Should have gone with my heart. God damn it, Hank. Mm. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm ruining this show already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's okay. We just went back deep in the archives. And, uh, yeah. and you guys know I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about my, my picks. You were close. You were close. You were close, yeah. Well, so this year, uh, for the Buffet Bracket, Best Wrestling Gear, we have four sections, right? Or four regions, Charlie? Yeah. someone just fart. Did I just hear fart on the call? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We have four regions. The regions are <laughs> wrestling, leg- <laughs> wrestling legends. So we were thinking about actually putting Monix into this category. Because he's wow. a wrestler in our heart. Um, but it is, it, the criteria is just, you know, you're legends who aren't, you really aren't currently wrestling. Um, right. And yeah, so that consists of sting. Um, someone nominated Adrian street. I don't know who this guy is, but we threw him in there because we, <laughs> that was a wild we, card. Yeah. yeah wild when card. I saw that for some reason, I thought that this was, uh, submitted by Marty DeRosa. Sense, right? <laughs> but I have no idea. It might have been, although I did receive some insider tips that I'm pretty sure he nominated Sting as well. But I might be wrong. Maybe maybe Sarah did Sting and Marty filled out a different nomination for him. So could be. Rick Flair, Michaels, Rick Rude, Dusty Rhodes, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Jushin Thunder Liger is the Legends region. All right. NXT WWE current wrestler region is made up of Velveteen Dream, Rhea Ripley, Mustafa Ali, Joaquin Wilde, Seth Rollins, Bianca Belair, Johnny Gargano, and Alexa Bliss. And because wrestling is buffet, we're sw- we switch up the regions. Um, like and have, yeah, different wrestlers coming from different ones. The luchadors get their own region because, honestly, if you put a luchador probably in every other region, it would just be four luchadors in the finals. Most yeah. likely. That's very because fair. Yeah, I mean, and not uh, Chris always reminds me that not every luchador wears a mask, but <laughs> all the ones in this bracket have masks, and it's just a huge part, or at least had a mask at one point, and it's a huge part. Ooh. It's a huge part of their gear, and they put a lot of work and effort into making it different. And um, and yeah, we put them in their own region so they can. That's that's basically the group of death. You don't want to be in that region because. You're, you're just going to battle it out every stage. And uh, we have Penta and Phoenix in there, Dr. Wagner Jr., Ultimate Dragon, L.A. Park, Bandito, Rey Mysterio Jr., who we could have an entire bracket of just Rey Mysterio outfits, and Mil Mascaris. And Chris, let me know, explain it, because we had a couple different nominations, but I think you, you pulled the executive decision, which I think you are allowed to pull because you are our luchador consultant and connoisseur. He threw in Mil Mascaris here into this. Is there any and Dr. Wagner any reason why? 
Yeah, I think the ones I pulled out, uh, I think one of them was Kalisto. And just because, like, I felt like we needed to have Dr. Wagner Jr. in here. Like, his mask is super iconic. And it's not... It, it's it, it's a mask that he can wear, but it has so many different designs. Similar, kind of like, like uh, Pentagon, right? Penta has a mask, and the design's the same, but the... The design of it is different, like the color scheme, the patterns, the texture. So Dr. Wagner had been doing that for many, many years. Um, and also he he comes out with, uh, he used to, I don't know if he still does it, but he would come up with like entrance gear. So he'll have a special jacket that will match the mask that he's wearing. So okay. that, like, I took all that into consideration. And that kind of also applies to Mil Mascaras, who's, who was the very first one to introduce a one he was actually he had multiple designs on his mask like if you right. didn't know much about him you could think that he was okay. a different wrestler um okay. so he has like four different designs but everybody knows that those are mill masker's designs and again the changing of the patterns the changing of the colors there's very few wrestlers or luchadors that do this uh switching of the colors and patterns and and, and keep the same design but executed very well that transcends over generations. Um, so that's why I felt like Mill Mascaras had to be in there. Yeah, very well said. And I think I think a good point um, to make during this is that when you're considering a wrestler, it's not one specific outfit and it's not, I mean, Sting, right? There's like four different mm-hmm. versions of Sting. So when right. voting, we would encourage, we would, we would encourage to, to think of the all the wrestlers' gears, all their different types of gear, um, I think maybe only one wrestler, like Dusty Rhodes, is mo- we mostly threw him in here because of the polka dots. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for for all types of different Penta's gear or all the luchadors, think of all their different outfits when voting. Right. And the last region uh, was made up of indie wrestlers. Um, and and I and I think these these are indie wrestlers that are familiar to the Chicagoland region area. Yeah, smart. Which is uh Robert Eagle Anthony, who you know he's been evolving his gear over time, over feuds, and we recently saw him with the Kylie Ray tights when he faced Kylie Ray. Uh Jesus Bryce, who also, you know, has fully embraced the the Jesus Bryce character and has that entrance mask and he has the following. Kylie Ray, who started with the Pokemon gear, has evolved to different colors, and now rocking the the, the rainbow and white. Uh, Warhorse, besties in the world, violent gentlemen. So funny thing here, when I'm putting the bracket together, the graphic, and the form, I had to text Charlie. I'm like, who is violent gentleman? <laughs> <laughs> and he just you replied, mean the Academy. With, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, the Academy. Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you know, uh, the Academy, Violet Gentleman, Project Monix, and Effie. Awesome. Yeah, and I think I think we wanted to put Monix in here, too. And just, I mean, kind of as uh, his gear still deserves credit. Not currently Absolutely. wrestling. And not necessarily wrestling for the foreseeable future. But he had a really cool gear. And he is a legend in our books. Um, but I think, I think he still deserves as an homage to kind of be considered, um, as having really cool gear while he did wrestle. I'm with it. Cool. So do we want to go, uh, region by region and 
pick our winners out of that or, or what what are your initial thoughts on on just the bracket overall and we just named all the participants what do you think I'll, I'll shoot i'll shoot um i i enjoy it i you know yesterday kind of looking at it i was like all right this is a it's definitely regioned off and i i'm I, and that only came to me when i saw all the luchadors were in the same bracket and then i was like oh okay these are the the local all-stars okay i get it i get it uh, i like it there's definitely some like so when you guys tweeted it out within like 15 seconds i think i retweeted you back and it had my final two and then i was like yeah. no can't do it i i I was, <laughs> I was like, no, I, I got, I, I couldn't go with my initial reaction, uh, and then I was felt confused by it. But man, I really like everything. Everybody's like, honestly, like when you, when you see all these names, and obviously you focus on the gear, everyone's name popped up right away. I'm not gonna lie, for me, Adrian Street, I had to go and take a look at some of his gear because it didn't pop off to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, you reach out Michaels, boom, you can see it. You know, Macho Man, you can see it. Liger, you can see it. Uh, I mean, Jesus Bryce, you see it, you know? So uh, yeah. I, I, kudos to you guys for uh, finding some, you know, really good uh, gear. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of our own spin, and then we definitely took some nominations, you know, and that's who Adrian Street was, that he was a nomination. <laughs> I had no clue who he was. Um, and we don't know who nominated Adrian, do we? Right, I don't no, think so. No, I don't think I was taking name. I don't think that we were taking names to match up with the nominations. Gotcha. Um, and by the way, all, all we we only ask for like Twitter handles, names, emails, so we can keep you informed as the bracket goes along. Those are completely optional. You don't have to give us anything if you don't want to. You can completely. Right, right. You can completely vote if you don't. We really don't send emails often. We might as the bracket is updated, but um, those, that's just wanted to point out that that's completely optional. So no one has to feel obligated to put that information in there and you can vote without doing so. Right. Right. I can start at least for the legend side. Obviously uh, everyone knows where my heart lies. If you know me, at the number street, one, you nominated him. Again. <laughs> yeah. Huge Adrian <laughs> street, street fan. Easy street, baby. <laughs> I followed him throughout his whole career. Um, <laughs> All his different promotions that he was in or, or, uh, and yeah, things like that. Uh, but no, from, from vibrant colors to like, I mean, I've dressed up this man. I've dressed up as this man for Halloween twice in my lifetime. Um, and that's sting. And like once when I was young, I did a, the red and black wolf pack sting. And then not too long ago, I did kind of like a black, like a kind of a surfer sting version with yellow tights that I ordered off some random website. I still have them. Nice. If I need to put them on and, you know, come over to your house, Chris, I will. Um, well, you know point. what you need to do now for this upcoming Halloween. If you need some tights, you could always contact Forza Athletes. Ah, they're good. Really good. <laughs> the best in the biz. And that's, F-U-E-R-Z-A athletes on Instagram. For us, athletes. That's right. What a plug. What a plug. <laughs> you guys are good. Uh, so yeah, so I think Sting it has my heart. Um, I think that Rick Rude and Sting will probably meet in this in in this uh in the lead eight of this section. And I think that people 
are boggling their mind over Macho Man versus Jushin Thunder Liger and and think that that's a very very difficult first round matchup. Um, so yeah, that, that a lot of people a, got, that could be like a final. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people are predicting Macho Man at least early, but I'm gonna go with Sting here. All right. So for me, the the, the toughest in this bracket, uh, believe it or not, is not. Uh, Macho versus uh, Liger. It was Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. You know, like just okay. taking into into account like Flair's different, you know, color look, tights, uh, and and boots combination with the with the robes that he had over yep. the years at his entrance. And then you look at Michaels and and the evolution of his character and different gear he wore out again, entrance gear and in ring gear. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't consider the haircut that he recently had part of his gear, but <laughs> even just changing that up was uh, was something to talk about. So for me, that was the toughest the toughest call to make. Yeah, I think I think you consider entrance gear there. I mean, Flair once he's in the ring, he's not much, but he's not much. But the robe is a, is like really what what puts him into this bracket. And then Shawn Michaels' entrance gear, I think it was the. It's WrestleMania where he came down from the ceiling, like that yep. was amazing. That was and, amazing. And stuff. Flair, Flair might not have in ring gear that that pops out, but you know who he was because the way he like he projected himself on screen, right? What not just with the robe, right. but when he was cutting his promos, he was living the gimmick. You know the watch, the the suits. You know everything that he would just put to that character as part of his gear. Right. I consider that yeah. whole part. So, so yeah, I went with Flair on that one. Well, what do you think, Hank? Wow. Uh, that for me, the toughest one after I got over Macho and Jushin was definitely uh, Rick versus Ric Flair. Calling him Rick like I know the man. <laughs> My old buddy, Rick. <laughs> Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels is definitely the toughest one because, I mean, like Chris was saying, Ric Flair is the iconic, right? You got the robe and the glitz, yeah. the glamour. And I know there was guys before him, and I know they influenced Ric Flair, but Ric Flair mm-hmm. really – brought all this to the forefront you know uh, and if if you you kind of look at the rest of the brackets he uh he influenced a lot of that but uh Shawn michaels is still my pick i i just okay. i think of Shawn michaels i think of like the rockers gear and then i think about like the the heartbreak gear he had when he was the ic champ you know like the zebra prince with the mm-hmm. bright red hearts uh the yeah DX stuff uh just so many and then if you think of like entrances the jacket they had the chaps the boots you know just right. so much I, I i think like rick flair is the classic but i think sean just brought it like every single time absolutely all right the the wwe nxt i i think an interesting first round matchup is the, the battle of the of the highlighted chess pieces between walking yeah. wild and Mustafa Ali. Um, I, I like I like Johnny Gargano's Marvel gear. I like him as a as a favorite in this, but I think uh, I'm sticking with another number one seed in the region. Um, I think I'm gonna go Velveteen Dream. He mixes new and old, and he's kind of like he's got some Rick Rude style, and I love I love the yeah. tie dyed the tie dyed uh, tights, and I think if Rick Rude can't make it. Out, then I think I'm gonna go dream on this one. Okay, a match that uh, that I'm like, okay, I was I was very intrigued by uh, was was obviously the match of the lights, right? Ali versus mm-hmm. uh, Juan Keen. So that was that was a tough call there. 
But I'm like, let's not also sleep on, on Bianca Belair's uh, gear, you know? Yep. Like yep. she makes gear with a purpose. And like she makes her own gear that that makes a little extra, you know, ump to the bracket here. So Definitely. I definitely uh, you know, want to point out that, that she at least makes it past round 1. Like uh for me, obviously Dream at the number 1 spot there really worked. Um uh, and then Ali versus Joaquin Wild. I I still hard to transition to call him there all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I, I, I think a sleeper can be Johnny Gargano just because of uh, what, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, I mean, it, it's very current, right? He's very relevant in pop culture with the gear he makes and the gear right. kind of tells a story and it's really cool. Uh, so I, you know, Alexa Bliss, not much stands out to me, honestly, uh, other than I think of maybe her mania entrance gear, but uh yeah, I, I think uh, Johnny Gargano can be a sleeper in that bracket. Okay, okay. Cool. Luchadors, Charlie. What you got? Yeah. Um man, I think I think this is really a two luchador bracket and Wow. I yeah, not sorry, I, I'm throwing no, I know no, no, throw no. a lot of legends out the window there, but uh a lot of Lucha Legends, but uh, I think when you're Rey Mysterio Jr. and you've had so many different combinations, then so many stick out. Um, and I think that he's going to go up against Penta L0M in the finals of this region. And I don't know. I think I think based on kind of predicting our, our uh, listenership and how they would vote, I'm kind of going with my head a little bit on this one. Head and heart, but I think Penta makes it out. So I'm going straight chalk here. Three number one seeds. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, not very. No, no, I guess no, no huge upsets in my book. But I think, I think Penta's had such a, such a influence on, uh, on our, on our, the people that are voting and just, so, just so many cool designs. I mean, I, I have an eight by 10 of him and I don't buy a ton of eight by tens. So I think just kind of staring at the guy is great. Staring at the guy in full gear. So I'm going to go with him. Smart. I would hope that the eight by 10 is in full gear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. uh, (laughs) This is an eight by 10 of him and like his airport gear on his phone. Just looking normal. Yeah. That's what I want. (laughs) Yeah, no, for, for me, this was this super hard just with the first one, the first matchup, right? Uh, Penta versus Dr. Wagner. I added Wagner in there, but uh, yeah, like it was just tough. Like they really thinking about the, again, once again, the overall gear from the get go. Like I know Penta would be, it's probably a little bit more popular right now just because of who he is and the breakthrough that he's made over the last few years. But uh, gear wise, like not even thinking about who people were going to vote for. I just went with my heart here and I went with Wagner. So, um, you know, I think that one, that one was one of the the hardest ones. And then the same thing applied with Mysterio and Mil Mascaras. You wanted to take in consideration the, the history and, and all all the years put into it. But, you know, Mysterio just, again, he had shown so many different, you know, at a worldwide level, uh, different types of gears, characters, um, you know, so so yeah, like I think uh 
It's it's between Mysterio and Wagner. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm gonna piggyback off Charlie there. Uh, I do think Penta and Ray Mysterio have a good shot at uh, taking it. Uh, I, I kind of like what you said there, Charlie. Knowing your audience, um, a lot there could be a little bit of a, you know, Penta. I guess is, you know, the the hotter name at the moment. If that even makes sense. I mean, I know Ray is the yeah. man, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like Penta's the, the cool hip guy in it, and Ray is just like, oh, old trusty Ray's always there. Uh, I really, and I think I had mentioned some of the tweets, you know, like L.A. Park, legend, right? His gear is amazing, but like, I don't, I, I just, I'll, all I ever really remember is the mask and the skeleton gear. I don't know how much he switched it up. That 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 kind of had me a little perplexed. And the bandito is it a is it a mask or is it just a handkerchief? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a different look to a luchador, bro. Like that. That's how I'm like. All well, right, cool. He, Bandito's, Bandito's been ready for uh, for coronavirus. He's been covering he- <laughs> his nose and mouth for a while. He's ahead of the curve, man. Definitely. But yeah, I that, that was it was definitely a fun bracket because it was like. Definitely the most colorful bracket. Yeah. I don't mean because they're brown skinned. I'm sorry. All right. I think let's let's switch up the order because I don't want to take anyone's fire for this last one. And let's get first. Uh, Hank, what do you think about the the indies? All right. Uh, so obviously you have uh, Eagle Anthony versus Jesus Bryce, Kylie Warhorse, Besties Violent Gentlemen, the Monix Effie. Um. Honestly, the toughest bracket for me was Monix and Effie because it's just like I love Pat's gear, but Pat's not wrestling at the moment, and or he's not wrestling right now. And I love Effie's jacket and his little entrance. Uh, yeah. But so, like, gun to my head, I had to pick Effie just because he's still active. But if Monix was still active, it definitely would have gone Monix. I I love Monix's look. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's it's a very fun size. Uh, I I really enjoyed uh, going over this one because just because you know it's local and I, I think a lot of us will have a lot of fun with with this bracket. Uh, absolutely. And, what do you think? Oh, go ahead. Am Sorry. I, am I? No, no, my bad. Am I? And uh, do I pick who I think is coming out of the out of it? Or no? Or is that, are we doing this? Yeah, later? yeah, you could do that. That's kind of what I've been doing is picking who I think comes out. So I would, I would suggest that or uh, encourage oh. that. All right. So if I had to pick one to come out of here, I would. Man, it's it's a tough one, but I think I originally chose Jesus Bryce. Hmm. Yeah, him and him and Ego have been kind of going back and forth on Twitter over who has the best gear. So that's probably the most intriguing first round matchup. Uh, I mean, I lo- I love Ego's trunks at times. You know, he's got some really good stuff. I love the Hasbro trunks or pants, yeah. whatever you want to call them. But uh, I don't know, I, especially this new Jesus Christ with the following. I'm I'm I dig it all. The mask, the jacket, the kick pads, the the everything. You know. Um, I, I, I think I think he's killing it right now. Yeah. Chris, what do you think? Um, yeah, definitely Effie and Manes was was tough. Um, I mean, I I yeah that that was that was tough for me. Um, I also you know 
I really dig Jesus, Jesus Bryce's gear as well. Um, so I, I think, I think for me, Jesus Bryce and Monix are going to have to face it off in the quarterfinals. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. I I think there's just, there's there's so much cool stuff to choose from. Like I like egos, egos printed tights of either Frank the Clown or Kylie Ray's face versus <laughs> versus yeah, a full get up with a cool mask and a, and a suit and like the preacher look where he's like he's like coming to the ring coming to the ring like barefoot and like yeah he looks like that preacher that just kind of like walked up like is leading people on a beach somewhere like um uh, the cult Gate, look. That yeah. yeah that 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 is such a that's such a difficult one and i think that i think that'll go neck and neck down the wire that matchup but uh i i think i'm still gonna i think i'm gonna go with monix um i think nice. that i like he's it. got a lot a lot of love and uh and yeah i i, I think he i think he the gear was a it, was a huge part of his gimmick as well. And like he, be- he became a project and then got the gear to do it. And it, it just kind of fit. They fit together like puzzle, like good puzzle pieces. Those two things. They, they do. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I think that, you know, don't, don't cut out the the matching of the tag teams, the violent gentlemen and the besties in the world that, 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 the matching and the the corresponding colors yeah. between them two, but I think Monix, I think Monix is going to wind up in the final four. And, nice, and to nice. point out here that the besties in the world, like their their latest gear, they're like splitting like their, their gear, like half their gear is is the the regular besties in the world gear, and then the other half is like a tribute to Liger. Oh, that's true. yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's a that's cool. Someone someone did mention that when they nominated him. Someone said besties in the world Liger combo. So maybe maybe if I, fi- I could find a photo of that, I can tweet it out on our Twitter just so people consider that when voting. Right. C- can we get some honorable mentions in the, in the chat for? Uh, I, I was yeah, I was thinking about that. Because there was a lot of people that were nominated that didn't make it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like when I was reading this, uh, especially the locals. I was like, man, Laney has some really good gear, also. No disrespect yep. to anyone out there. I was like, Laney, Laney does some good stuff. Laney, I know there was uh, upsets about Space Monkey not being there. I mean, Back, he, yeah. you know, gears monkey. up with the spacesuit and everything. And now yeah. he's, you know, doing the pirate stuff. So I don't yep. mention to him. Uh, I think uh, Matt Nix with the purple gimmick. Yep. Uh, purple, purple poppy. poppy? Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like he definitely like embraced the purple, dyed his hair, got the kicks, got you know it, when he goes hardcore, he brings out a purple chair. Right. And 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 the jacket that goes along with it, I think he he you know it's it's an honorable mention there too. Yeah, for sure. I mean Ethan Page, he has phenomenal stuff also. Yeah, he's got. If, if Johnny's gonna get in for his Marvel stuff, then obviously Ethan was doing the Marvel stuff kind of before the Avengers of Jagger kind of. So yeah, the, a lot of comic book references for Ethan Page. Yep, yep, yep. Someone said Bushi. That's right. Oh Bushy. yeah, I saw, I saw that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think Fuji. I was like, Mister Fuji. What? <laughs> All right. 
Mr. Fuji in his standard uh his standard uh ceremonial outfit or black suit, yeah. That I mean <laughs> he did have the black suit, right? When he was wrestling, I think it was just black trunks. But anyway, I digress. Cool. Right. And uh, I, uh, go ahead. Just, just real quick. I know that uh, you know, some I feel like I've seen it before. I've been I haven't been too active. Charlie is, is the, the, the main one on that two heels in a face Twitter account, but I believe I saw somebody commenting about like no AAW talent and all that, but I mean you can only fit so many people into the bracket and break it into regions. Got so if we would have done there. you know who? I said you got the besties there, they're AAW talents. Uh, right, right, right. No, no, I was saying AEW. Oh, AEW. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, also, an honorable mention for WWE would have been uh, The Fiend. Oh, yeah. Very good call. The Fiend. Hey, Robert Ego Anthony debuted on Dark AEW talent. He did. Him and uh, <laughs> Joe Alonzo and, and Shug. And Shug. Shug, Joe Alonzo, Robert Anthony, all uh, local to the scene here. No, when when Joe's not pissing people off, he's he's in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> His, uh, yeah. The clip, the clip of him coming out to the to to an empty crowd and him waving and pointing at at, at you know imaginary people. I thought that was great. No, that was uh, that was funny. He was a charismatic kid. Kid, kids, kids got a uh, charisma, as they say. Right, right. But anyway, back to the bracket. Sponsored by Fortnite athletes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go. think so. I think my final four is Sting, Dream, Penta, and Monix. And I'm gonna do. Um, although I probably like Sting a lot more than other people, I'm gonna say Sting and Penta in the finals. And I'm gonna <clears throat> go against my heart here, and I think I'm gonna choose Penta to win it all. Wow. Mm, right. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think you you can consider face paint too, and part of the gear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think the face paint plus face paint territory, plus all of the cool shit that comes with designing your own mask and being known for that mask, and like all the way down yeah. to all the way down to like, yeah, like kind of how at some like in Mucha Underground, he kind of look, almost looked like a ninja. And he's oh, still yeah. a little bit up. of that flair with him, and like, and I, uh, and so yeah, I just think it's it's way too cool to not vote for. So I'd have to go with Penta. Nice. My final four are Macho Man, uh, Ali, Rey Mysterio, and Monix. At the finals, I have Macho Man and Mysterio. Mysterio picking up the win and becoming the first ever two-time Buffet Bracket winner. Wow! Nice. Look at I that. like it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that was on the line. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so for my final four, it is a uh, Macho Man. Although my initial reaction was Liger, just because of the mask and just his whole look. But after I sat back and thought about it and got a little mm-hmm. less excited, uh, Macho Man came out from the Legends bracket. Uh. I took the number one seed with the NXT Velveteen Dream. I love everything he's been doing, how he commits to the character, his entrance, the tights, the way he uses the tights to like promote the storyline. Uh, I think that's that's kind of genius. I love that. 
um shout out to Big Dusty and the in the polka dots what a as a as a you know it was it was a rib from McMahon the story goes and he made those polka dots work. Mm-hmm. So good on Dusty. But yeah, it's so so I'm going Macho Man, Velveteen Dream, uh Rey Mysterio and out of this bracket I think I am going Jesus Bryce. Okay. So final four of Macho Man, Velveteen Dream, Rey Mysterio, Jesus Bryce, Mysterio versus Macho Man. And I, I do have Mysterio as my champ. So Chris, right. do we still have the same final four and finals? Uh no. No, I have I think oh, no. uh you have Dream, I have Ali, uh I have Monix, and you have uh Jesus Bryce. Oh, okay, okay. I gotcha. But I the, the final match is the same, which is Macho Man versus Mysterio. Um yeah. I guess at this point this increases my chances of, of finally predicting a, a correct bracket. <laughs> to the end <laughs> right so uh we'll see I mean, how hey, it hey, goes listen, if, if if push comes to shove we're gonna have to break it down to individual matches from the top you know to see who was the ultimate bracketologist no i'm kidding oh, well, i don't remember how it all goes <laughs> but i think at the end uh there's uh there's shots involved i believe oh between that's us right three. there is shots involved that's right yeah Unless you're putting your certificate on the line, brother. Are you putting it up on oh, the line? <laughs> certificate on a pole match? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey man, listen, I, I I will I will defend the certificate. If if uh if if it's lost in straight competition, it is what it is. All right. All right. Here first. Should have prepared more. God damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> was there any uh can I ask you guys a question? Is there any like matchups that like you like you kind of thought were like, oh man, this is this is easy, like this is automatic win. Other than like Sting and Street, I think I I don't know if anyone else is gonna is gonna lose too you know, too much time thinking over Sting and Adrian Street. So uh sorry, what was the question? It was uh Yeah, it, like uh, one there, was, was there, just being there. Squashes. Like yeah, did you yeah, did you find like any squashes in there? Um let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh probably like, Dream and in, in Ripley. Fair. That's definitely one of them I, I, I thought was a squash. Yeah. Um I think which is not I mean, usually when those are like one versus eight matchups, the ones we just yeah. compared. So you know, that would be an upset. Um I think that I really think that uh, that Ultimate Dragon is a shoe in to be. No offense to Ray Phoenix, obviously we love Phoenix, but yeah. um, I don't know. When I think of Phoenix, I think his gear is cool, but I think more. I think of more of his other attributes, like the man's ability to defy gravity, yeah. and mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. Just Ultimate Dragon, maybe just because I grew up in the '90s, but that sticks out way in my head more. So. I would say that's a shoe in, but there isn't a lot like that. I think there's way more majority ones that are that are you could have honest conversations about them. Yeah, like uh, one for me that stood out. Like I don't want to call it a squash, but I thought Kylie Warhorse. I chose Kylie over Warhorse, and when I think Warhorse, I I can only and I only think of like the two gears he's had, like when he wrestles in the red trunks. Mm-hmm. And like the the black pleather pants, which I think when he pops off with that gear, it's awesome. I think that completes the warhorse look. 
but then I think of like Kylie's gear and like so many different, uh, you know, it's evolved a little bit over, obviously, like you said, Chris, it started with the Pokemon, yeah. uh, but just you know the the colors and uh you know she added the bow uh, at some point yeah exactly the bow you know sometimes when it goes flying off perfectly it's just like damn it she lost the bow now what's she gonna do <laughs> but uh yeah so so i i, I thought that was kind of a uh, that that was kind of easy yeah I, th- I thought that was an easy dub for for crowley although uh the warhorse uh he, he's he, he's awesome he rules ass as they say yeah, Warhorse. I think could have ruled the bracket. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he he's got some underrated stuff. Like he's got some face paint. He's got some fur on the boots. He's got a jean jacket. But I agree, kind of with what you're saying. Where it's, I think there are some people having cool gear doesn't mean you necessarily have to have the most colorful gear and different combinations. Oh, but yeah. also, I think I'm I'm one who like you that gravitates more towards those vibrant and different colors and that's i and kylie obviously that's her domain and and i think that when we want in wrestling as a buffet so we want to leave it to to people who wear those darker colors maybe you like that gear and it makes people look cool but i I think that i think that my head usually goes to more vibrant and different and colorful and i think that people who have that type of gear could potentially have the advantage in this bracket yeah yeah. Um, and going back to that initial thought about Adrian Street, like outside of Adrian Street, I think the violent <laughs> gentleman might be at risk based on who fills out this bracket because they're right. just starting to get out there. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, you know, if they're not as as fanatic as we are uh, of fans, they may not be too keen on who the violent gentlemen are. So I think that could be a detriment to their chances in the brackets. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no one knows that Adrian Street wrestled for All Star Wrestling, California Alley Club, Championship Wrestling from Florida, NWA. <laughs> he was. I mean, we obviously pro know. wrestling we this week. Else may know. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards Best Gimmick, nineteen eighty six. Hey yo, that was a good year. Good year. <laughs> that was a big year. <laughs> It was a big year. I think I learned to not shit myself. Sorry if I cursed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, last I'll honorable break. mention, I promise. Because you brought up face paint, Charlie. Thunder Rosa. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Dude. Wow. Good call. Hey, man. I mean, hey, if, if, if there's some people so- gritting their teeth and shaking their fists at us, I would say you need to follow us on Twitter because we put a nomination form out there. You know, we. Ooh. We gave we gave it up, and we only took Thunder Rosa. Yeah, we could have thought of her, and she has awesome gear and looks cool all the time. But yeah, and if you want to nominate someone for the future or or next year when we do this, then I would say follow us, and you'll get see that nomination form. So also a good one. That is a super good one, man. I didn't even think about that. I mean, but there's just so many, right? If, if yeah. you just like start thinking about it, like off the top of my head, you look at Tessa and the stuff that she does with her entrance gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got dope gear. Yeah, there's so many people. I like it. Davey Bang and his whole gimmick. And he's cowboy actual gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Freaking cowboy, baby. That's an example of having cool gear without having to insert a bunch of cool colors into it. So I agree. 
Yeah, it's a good one. I wonder who makes it. I wonder who makes this gear. Really nice. Well, if you visit Forza Athletes on <laughs> Instagram, you can check out that that gear was done by them. Oh, wow. I'm going to go follow them right now. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Really let's conclude this, guys. Uh, thanks for jumping on. Stay safe. Uh, Hank, where can sure. people find you uh, outside of uh, WTR and Busted Open Radio? <laughs> Listen, man, I, I have, I have, I gotta do, I gotta do good here, or else my partner's gonna yell at me. All right. <laughs> so, my name is Hank. You can find my Twitter at Hank three one two. But sometimes I do this other thing called, and I, I, and I stress sometimes. You know, we gotta, we gotta find a, a groove. Uh, WTAR, Wrestling Talk and Random. So you can find us at Twitter at WTAR number four life. And on Facebook, W, I mean, nope, <laughs> Wrestling Talk and Randomness. <laughs> so that's where you can find us. Hang through into WTAR for life on Facebook, Wrestling Talk and Randomness. And we do have some episodes on our podcast on most of your podcasts. You know, let's talk about wrestling. So find us. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, during the pandemic, if you're if you're just uh, what I do enjoy most about your show, Hank, is scrolling through it late at night when you guys go live on Facebook, and yes, sir. it's it's kind of one of those odd, like fun improv two things. It's like, oh, they're on, I'll join them, you know, yeah, and, and chime in. So it's a fun. It's like you're like a fun, pleasant surprise on my newsfeed. So definitely, my favorite part about what you guys do is is the Facebook live stuff. So I it's, I would hey, encourage can, people to. To can I share a little side story here, a little randomness story? Not sure, sure. Over our gimmick. So the other day, I was playing video games, because that's what I've been doing a lot of. I was playing <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone, right? And my cousin, my one cousin was like, yo, stream it so I could watch, because he was bored at work. So I'm streaming on Twitch. I forgot I had a Twitch channel. And <laughs> I have, like, one viewer, because I'm super popular. And then I get another viewer. And it's a guy who starts, yo, Hank, what's up, dude? How you been? I'm like, what, what? Who is this? I don't recognize the name. Turns out it was a guy who used to watch us when we were on Twitch. He's like, I missed the show. I missed talking wrestling with you guys. And I just played video games for like three hours and I talked wrestling with the guy. So that was fun. I just, I don't know. That's I just awesome. wanted to put that out there. Yeah, <laughs> so it looks like you need to expand into a yeah. Twitch stream too. Exactly. So I'm going to share this and Justin's going to listen to it. And Justin's going to see that I appreciate him. He says he's a day one WTAR guy. So, Justin, you're my guy. Awesome. There you go. Shout out to Justin. I got my plugs. In. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you God. can follow updates on the bracket. Uh, get, you know, see who's moving on to the next phase. I think this will be open for about a week. Right, Charlie? Round one? Yeah. Uh, today's Wednesday. I think... I think we're going to maybe shoot to close it Saturday, Sunday. I think it would be good for the schedule just as we got a lot of rounds coming up and we don't want people to get too sick of us to probably launch a new one this upcoming Monday. So I would say get your votes in now. Um, you can vote multiple times. We probably encourage you just to vote once, but if you want to throw an extra one in there, feel <laughs> free to, or share it with a friend. I would definitely encourage sharing with friends. And, I'm going to uh, vote and bust everyone's bracket starting roster, and I'm going to make Adrian Street win this whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to see some Adrian Street spam come in and uh, <laughs> and and bust everyone's bracket. Yeah, um, but yeah, I would say definitely by we're going to wrap it up randomly uh, at a random time on Saturday Sunday. So get your votes in before then. Don't risk it if you want to be heard. 
All right. Uh, you can find all that info at twoheelsandaface.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Two Heels and a Face. Go support indie wrestlers. They have pro wrestling tea stores. There's Patreons out there. I'm sure you can find them. Yeah. Um, and donate a couple bucks their way. Yeah, Patreons. If you're if you're curious about t-shirts, we have a website. Or excuse me. We do have a website. We have an article on our website underneath blog posts, and we picked out 10 awesome t-shirt designs that we love. So if you want to check out those stores or those specific designs for independent wrestlers, I'd say do so. But yeah, I mean, if you're, I have, we talked about this last time, Chris and I still have the benefit of working from home. If you do, there's other people that have not been so lucky and uh, you know, throw definitely the Chris and I are talking about that, that, that $20, $40 you're going to spend on live wrestling events that can still go to wrestlers in different ways. So make sure you support right you can listen to all of our episodes you can find us on uh soundcloud stitcher radio itunes google play spotify and other random android apps that only chris uses <laughs> all right well make sure you keep on uh hashtagging beat up gpa and hashtag buffet bracket and repush paco i like it <laughs>